it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Introducing the Business Beauty Network Virtual Summit, the virtual experience for beauty pros, sponsored by QT Business Solutions. October the 25th through the 27th, we have 10 speakers, two panels, three nights. This is going to be a phenomenal event. On the first night, we're going to learn how to start, grow, and fund our beauty businesses. We also have a beauty boss panel. And on the second night, we're going to learn product development, learn what it takes to start your own beauty brand. And we also have a product development panel. And on the third night, we're going to learn how to attract celebrity clients. We have a total of nine workshops, 10 speakers, two panels, and three nights. This event is going to be phenomenal. We're going to do several raffle prizes and giveaways. We have a VIP swag bags, a few live demonstrations, and so much more. You can get your tickets at bbnvs2020.eventbrite.com. I hope to see you there. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to finally be sharing a solo episode with you today. Um, It's been a while since I've shared one. I think I always say that when I share solo episodes, but honestly, I feel like it's easier to interview people because the focus isn't on me and I don't know, I get funny about that, but I do realize um, my audience wants to hear from me as well. And so I'm going to try to be a little bit more consistent with that, I promise, But yeah, I just wanted to come with some content that I hope will be beneficial for you and share a few things that are going on in my life. But um, first of all, I want to talk about the Business Beauty Network Virtual Summit because I am so excited. Um, I've been planning it for months and we got an awesome um, program together. Um, I have 10 speakers Uh, We're two panels and it's three nights. And so it's going to be phenomenal. And if you're looking to grow, if you're looking to fund your business, grow your business, take your business to the next level, then definitely you want to be here. Um, On the first night, that's what we're going to be talking about. We got the Beauty Boss panel. And then we're going to be talking about how to get funding, how to get some money. If you're looking to open a salon or a spa or something, how do you go about doing that this day and age? So we're going to talk about those things. And then on the second night, We have the product development panel. You know, as you know, with COVID and everything happening, people are looking for more ways to make money outside of having to provide a service and, um, you know, being there with your clients. So what are some ways that you can add multiple streams of income? One of the ways is starting your own product line, whether it's a hair care line, skincare line, cosmetic line, lipstick line, lashes, whatever it may be, is a great way to add another stream of income to your beauty business. And so we're gonna be talking about product development on the second night and some of the things you should know when you're looking to start your own line. And then on the third night, we're gonna have Monet Everett and she's gonna be teaching a workshop on how to attract celebrity clients and high-end paying clients. So I'm super excited about it. And there's 
other workshops that if I listed them all, we would go on and on. So I definitely will have all the information in the show notes, but it's going to be phenomenal. And that's been taking up a lot of my time right now. But yes, I'm really enjoying it because I love this. And I think it's going to be something that's going to benefit anyone who's looking for that type of help within their beauty business. So let's talk about um, today's topic, which is um, the beauty business success formula. And that's what I'm going to be talking about, even though I don't think there is an exact formula, but I do feel like there are some things that we should be doing in order to have a successful business. And I find that I talk to a lot of beauty professionals. I coach a lot of beauty professionals and a lot of times just talking to them, I find that they aren't doing every one of these things. And these are the things, the key things that I found that really helped me within my business. So I'm going to share them with you today. But before we get into the uh, four keys that I want to share, I um, want to talk about something that really um, has been on my heart lately. Well, just the other day, I was uh, writing out thank you cards because I started my t-shirt line a couple months ago and um, I just was trying to figure out a way to add multiple streams. I've always wanted to do t-shirts, but I've never been serious about it. So I decided to finally get serious and create some t-shirts. And um, the one I created first is prayer is a part of my business plan. And I tested that out a lot. Like I would just post that randomly on um, social media and I would get a lot of response. People like, yeah, prayer is part of my business. Like I would always get a lot of engagement on that particular statement when I put that out there. So I put it on a t-shirt, I created it. And next thing you know, everybody was buying this t-shirt. Like this t-shirt has been doing so well. It really surprised me. It's my number one selling t-shirt. And I am so thankful and grateful. And the other day I was uh, sitting down and I was writing thank you cards to all of my awesome clients who, customers who purchased the t-shirt because I was just so thankful. And I looked at the stack um, of thank you cards and I ran out. We had to get more. My daughter was helping me. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I saw this many t-shirts. And I was in awe and I was just so grateful and so thankful and I began to celebrate. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And I need to pat myself on the back. Like I've done something great in my business. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, period, we forget to celebrate the small wins. Like sometimes you're so much in the thick of it. You're, you're, in the, you're grinding so hard to get to whatever level of success you want to reach in, in your entrepreneurial journey that you forget to celebrate along the way. You know, what about those things that happened to you leading up to the big win? Because if we don't celebrate in between, it'll feel like everything that we're doing is for nothing. Because it's like, am I ever going to get to the million dollar mark? Am I ever going to be successful enough to do this or that. But if you are grateful and you have a grateful heart and you celebrate and you're thankful for the small wins, maybe you booked a couple new clients this week, celebrate that. Maybe you sold five items this week, celebrate that. Maybe you made an extra thousand dollars this month, celebrate that. You know, celebrate the small wins. It doesn't always have to be this huge, big thing. 
I find that when I didn't celebrate, I would like miss things that would happen in my business. It would be like a fog. And when I would reflect, I'll be like, wow, that did happen. And I didn't even take the time to reflect on it or even think about it because I was so much in the grind and in the thick of things trying to make things happen and so worried about I got to get to the next, I got to get to the next, that I never really look at what's right in front of me. And I just want to encourage you of that, you know, celebrate the small wins. So let's talk about the four keys, the success formula, right? So let's talk about these four keys, because I feel like there's four things that can really be game changing for you. And these are the four main keys I'm going to go over today. So the first one is know your worth and charge it. Your prices should be based on your experience, not your competitors. There's so many people who tell me that they are scared to raise their prices. Let me remind you that you pay for cosmetology school. You pay to run your business. You pay for your supplies. Everything you do to run your business comes at a cost. And that should be reflected in your rates. That is too much or the other stylist charges less or whatever it may be. But never undermine your skills or what you have invested in your business and what you bring to the table just because someone else wants to deal shop or deal seek, right? Charge your worth. Number two would be identify your ideal client. I think this is so important to the extent that I have a whole workshop on this because when I really realized who my client was, then that changed everything for my business because when you know who your client is, you can speak to that client, you can market to that client, and you can tailor everything, your marketing and and your sales strategies and all of those things to attract that particular client. You know, and the best way to attract your client is to speak their language and to understand what they what their needs are, right? And to speak to those needs. And because that's what we do as service providers, right? We fulfill a need to a problem. So what problem do you solve for that particular client? And you have to look at those things. So what problem do I solve? You know, um, who is she? You know, um, age range, income, residence, hobbies, shopping habits. Look at those things and, and create your ideal client avatar so you can understand exactly who it is that you're targeting. Because you're not targeting everybody. Everybody isn't for you and you aren't for everybody. So you have to know who it is. And one of the easier ways to find out, you're already servicing clients. So I know you have a client who... We all do. We have clients who are like, if everybody was like her, it would be a perfect world. Well, of course, everyone is going to be exactly like her because we're all uniquely different. But if everyone could really have like certain characteristics that this particular client has, that would be more your ideal client. So look at a client. She's in this income bracket. She lives in this area. She doesn't mind paying my rates. She comes regularly because this is the type of job she has and her beauty care or whatever is very important to her. And so she makes sure 
that she books her appointments in advance and she books out for months in advance, whatever it may be. There are certain things that you look at that's like, wow, if everybody could be similar to this client, this would be my ideal client. That can be an easy way to figure it out. Look at your favorite clients, write down their characteristics, and this will help you really tailor the ideal client avatar that you want to create so that you can know who your ideal client is. Number three would be do not promote discounts. Promote excellent services. Don't get me wrong. Discounts are good. You know, you'll have sales here and there and discounts have their place. But when business is is slow, most beauty pros think it's time for a sale. $25 off of sewings. Book your appointment now. How about book your luxury extension appointment today and promote that and show your awesome work and put a dollar or two on it. Like advertise it and, you know, maybe try some Facebook ads or something like that. Try offering discounts to your loyal clients. Referral bonuses, birthday clubs, client-only specials like that you send to people who have already come to you. So you maybe email out a special, but you'll offer it to your clients. So offer that special to client your current clients. But don't always promote a sale. Don't think that just because it's slow, you need to promote a sale. Maybe you need to step up your marketing. Maybe you need to advertise more. But show off your excellent services and not always a sale, a discount. Because we've all known a store or something where some stores always have a sale. And I know sometimes I'll look at stuff that they have But I'm like, I know they're going to have a sale next week. So I'll just wait till next week when they have the sale because they always run in a sale. You don't want to be like that store that we all know stores that always run a sale. You know, I remember um, Kohl's is like that. For instance, Kohl's is famous for that. They always have a sale. So I never pay full price for anything in Kohl's. I'm waiting for the Kohl's cash. I'm waiting for the coupon codes, the 20, 30% off because it happens so frequently and you don't want to, you know, become that type of business owner because we're in business to make money. And if we're always offering sales and lowering our prices to get customers, that's what we're going to have to continue to do to get customers. And then we're never really going to make the money that we really want to make in our business. So you don't want to lead with a promotion and a sale all the time. Sell your excellent services, sell them on quality. So number four, would be create a memorable experience. Create a memorable client experience. And here is one of my favorite quotes by Maya Angela. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Maya Angela. I love that quote because people will, will never forget how you make them feel. So you're in a service business, make people feel good. Offer high-end services, offer a top-tier experience, go above and beyond for your clients. If you want repeat clients, that's what you have to do. It's the little things sometimes that I feel like beauty professionals miss out on. Just the little things. If you can just, it may just be simple little things like educating your client, offering special treatments and different things of that nature. And if you're Prices reflect 
Well, you won't you won't have a problem giving a scalp massage or a hand massage or whatever it may be. When I used to do eyelash extensions, I would do a mini facial. You know, as an esthetician, we know how to do facial, so I would just do a mini facial just to get her relaxed. So I would just do a simple facial, it wasn't real long, it would be like five minutes right before I started her lash appointment. And usually my clients would go to sleep and they would feel very relaxed, but they really appreciated that. And I was told, you know, nobody does this. And that's what made me stand out is that I would do many facials in between my lash extension appointments, right? Just like I said, I would do, I wouldn't massage their face long. It would maybe be two to five minutes, but it definitely made a difference. So find a way to really create a memorable experience. Because I can honestly say, I remember all of my great experiences that I've had. And I really, and those hairstylists and beauty professionals really stick out to me. Because, you know, I've had some people who didn't do any of those things. And it was like, maybe I was just another number to them or whatever. But the people who went above and beyond just really stood out to me. And those were the people I would refer so you want to think about that. The client experience is definitely key. You know, and you want to start from the appointment. Like, what kind of experience do they have even setting an appointment? Make everything easy and simple for the client. And offer help. And if you don't have if you don't have the time to do that, you may need to hire like a virtual assistant or something so that you can make sure your client's experience down from the appointment to when they are in your chair to when you even follow up with them. All of those things should be top tier. That will make you stand out because there's so many people doing what you do. The beauty industry is a saturated market, but how do you stand out? How can you stand out? You can offer phenomenal service because you're in the customer service business. You're in a service business. And I think as beauty professionals, we have to remember that. And then also make sure you're following up with your clients. You know, check on them. Give them a call. If you haven't seen your clients in a while, you will be surprised how many people don't pick up the phone nowadays. So you just picking up the phone. I've had, I've called people just to follow up with them. And they're like, wow, you called me? Like, yeah. <laughs> but we're in a text and a digital age. Everyone's texting. Everyone's emailing. No one's picking up the phone. So just that alone can make you stand out. But, you know, try to do different things just to make you stand out. Educate your clients, offer phenomenal service. Even if you have to do a little extra, go to extra mile because you want to have more repeat clients and you want to have more butts in the seats. And so that's some things that you can do to really step up your whole memorable client experience and your customer service experience overall. But I think there's no like exact science to it, but I find that these four main things were very beneficial for me. When I really just started to know my worth and charge it and be okay with it and not worry about what people were thinking or saying or whatever, everything shifted for me in my business. When I knew who my client was, I could market and target to her better. And then I attracted more of my ideal clients because I knew who I was targeting. And because I was clear on that, I wasn't worried about the people who didn't come to me because I knew that those were not my clients. 
And one of my things is, is you can't miss money that you don't have. So if you, if someone calls you and they're like, oh my God, that's too much money. Oh, okay. Well, no problem. I hope you find somebody. Thank you. Have a great day, you know? And it's okay. She was never your customer in the first place. You, you didn't have that money anyway. So you can't miss nothing you didn't have. And then I found that I did this too. I always would promote, if it got slow, or maybe I need to do a sale. Maybe I need to do a $99 special. No, you don't. Maybe you need to beef up your advertisement. Maybe you need to follow up. Maybe you need to reach out to some clients. Maybe you need to network more, advertise more, promote how excellent your services is more, but you don't need to always lead with a discount. You don't want to be Kohl's like we were talking about. You don't want to get the Groupon customer anyway because a lot of times the people that come to you on that discount deal, they're all, they're off to the next discount. They probably won't even come back. They're looking for the next deal, the next sale. You, We've all done it. We've got a Groupon for oil change and... When it was time for another oil change, you would look for another Groupon, right? Same thing. You don't want to be the Groupon beauty professional, you know? You don't want to run your business like that. You're in business to make money. And then you want to make sure you're creating a memorable experience. You know, when we get our hair, our nails done, we get our facials and all those things, these are pampering services that we get. And we want to feel pampered. We want to feel like we're special, and sometimes when your clients come to you, that's the only time they do feel special. So make it a special experience. Make it stand out. Figure out ways to do that because that's what's going to separate you from everybody else. I really hope this was beneficial for you. I hope it helps you and gives you something to think about. Leave me some feedback. You can always email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. Please share a five-star review on Apple. It really helps the podcast. Let me know how you're enjoying it and reach out to me. Send me a DM. I love when you guys DM me and let me know how you're enjoying the podcast. Also share with a friend or screenshot if wherever you're listening to the podcast and share it in the stories. I'll definitely repost it. I love to see all those things. But I just want us all to do better and, and succeed in our beauty businesses. So I hope that you'll take this formula and apply it to your business. And what doesn't apply to you, you can toss out. But as always, stay great. And I am out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.